What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. Today is Wednesday, September 13th. I almost said August 13th. And this is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the merger between WWE and UFC and what this could potentially mean for sports cards. Welcome to Hobby News Daily, your source for sports news, collectibles, and all items hobby-related. Follow on all podcast platforms or on HobbyNewsDaily.com along with all your favorite writers and content creators. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show. We saw this news uh, maybe six months ago, maybe even sooner. I, I don't remember exactly when, but we did see this news come out that WWE and the UFC were going to merge. And I think that this is... I think this is kind of a big deal for sports cards. Like, I think we're definitely going to be seeing now because we didn't exactly have the full information about what the merger was actually going to mean. Uh, like, I, they had been... Apparently, they had merged under a certain group. Uh, I forget the name of the, 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 the company, but now they're they're going to be different companies, but they're going to be under... Uh, TKO is the name of what I saw because they actually were on Wall Street. And ringing the bell, so this is—I don't know—it's it's probably just a money thing, realistically. Like here, it, you know, because both companies, um, you know, they have owners. If I'm going to be honest, that are kind of—I uh, eh, don't know—skeptical a little bit. You you can say what say what you will about Vince McMahon, say what you will about uh, Dana White, what, whatever. That's not really the point of this, but. They're merging under. A, they're going to be different companies still. I can't imagine they're going to be calling themselves the same thing like there's no way they would be able to do that with the branding so there'll still be wwe there will still be uh ufc but i think when it comes to sports cards i think we're definitely going to see combined products now uh one thing that i think ufc and wwe could do also is to get more of the celebrities into the product like back uh, like i said probably when this when this news announced that was one of my biggest takeaways was that i figured that they're probably going to be getting more celebrities uh into these products which granted this could also mean athletes like i think we could see like a goodwin style the Goodwin champion style upper deck product with that's WWE UFC branded, uh, because ta or, uh, Panini is losing, uh, they're losing the basketball license. They're losing the NFL license. And, you know, these are going to be their two biggest licenses right now. WWE, they brought that over from tops recently. I think it was probably like two, probably like two or three years ago at this point. But it used to be under top. So, like, if you're looking for, like, a Conor McGregor or, like, a Shane O'Malley rookie card. Uh, Shane O'Malley? Yeah. Sugar Shane, I think that's his name. Uh, I forget if that's – if if what, but whatever. Those, those are going to be tops cards, actually. But if you're looking for, like, um, like a Patty Pimblet or, like, a, you know, there was a Meatball Molly. I think those are two. Granted, I don't necessarily follow the UFC as closely as I follow other sports. So I don't necessarily know some of who the big rookies are. Like, I know that the, the Meatball Molly and uh, Patty Pimblet, I just know them because also I know Barstool and I follow them pretty closely. So, like, I know that they're Barstool athletes. Now, they haven't – I don't think they've done as well as they did in their first couple fights. I think they're starting to fight kind of more – uh, established fighters, and they're maybe not having as good of a time as they did when they were kind of fighting uh, maybe some easier opponents. But either way, like, uh, if you're looking for newer, like, you know, from 2021 on, rookies, I guess, because also with combat sports, it can get very 
dicey when you consider what is the rookie and what's not the rookie. Like, what's the first card for some players? Like it, like I said, it can get kind of um, murky when it comes to like when their debut is and what their rookie card is. Uh, and you know, Panini and Tops do not shy away from kind of blurring the lines a little bit in terms of like when they're going to give a person a rookie card or when they're going to give a player or or in this case a fighter a rookie card. And WWE is kind of similar. I I don't know if we've seen necessarily what the uh like where the line is when it comes to like when the wwe uh athlete makes a debut i guess in the wwe versus like when they get like a first rookie card because like also you look at people like um and this is maybe going towards aew but you look at a a person like kenny omega or you look at a person like uh shinsuke nakamura like they were huge in japan before coming over to the united states so like if you can find any japanese cards of those people you're probably going to find a better card than like an aew or like a wwe card for either of those two like granted the market is the market so like whatever the market is saying is realistically like where you're gonna find it i've always said that like the market kind of knows best at mo- knows best at some most of the time there are going to be some times where you'll probably, you as someone who follows the sport, maybe know more than the market because it's definitely not like, I think wrestling in general has become a market that has become much more mature over the past few years. But at the same time, I still think that there's a lot of room for growth when it comes to like which cards or which people are like, or which wrestlers are like the top guys. Obviously, you know, you have the card, you have that, uh, I think there's like a, all-stars wrestling set from the 70s that has like the hulk hogan and like rick flair rookie cards in there those are obviously going to be much more valuable than some stuff that's coming out today but i just think from this news i think that those are my two biggest takeaways from this news basically is that we're definitely going to see combined wwe and ufc products we may not uh just from a money perspective panini probably is not going to do like a they probably will keep Prism separate. They may they may even do honestly it, it might be kind of crazy. They may even do uh they may even do UFC, WWE and a combined Prism. I kind of wouldn't be surprised if they do something like that. But at least for now, you know, over the next few years, I expect that we're going to see a little bit of change from these from these entities, from these uh, licenses, because of the because of the merger, and just from the sole fact that Panini owns both, or, or Panini owns the licensing for WWE and UFC. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Hobby News Daily. Also, if you enjoy the show, please, we are asking our listeners to go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or go to Spotify and leave us a review. That's really going to help us grow the podcast and kind of help us help us just grow in general. Also, make sure to check back to HobbyNewsDaily.com because our updates on the website are happening on a weekly basis. We also have new articles that are going up every single day.